In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. I mean... I like all animals. I like both. I like both. I used to... Cats are just lower maintenance. Yeah, they're lower maintenance. And they're also just like, they're baby panthers that you get to watch. Literally, I'm like, I can't believe I have a tiger in my house. No, seriously. Like when I watch Planet Earth and I see a tiger and then I watch my landlord's cat Luna in the backyard, not different. You know that blue buffalo commercial that's like your cat and a lynx are the same. I'm like, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's her. Betches Media presents. Diet starts tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse. Your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily, and we have a scoop du jour for your listening pleasure. It's an article that I'm very excited to discuss. Yeah, this was an article about NYU's nutrition curriculum and the fact that it supports diet culture. Um, So there was a woman who is currently at NYU, and she is a nursing major, and she said, I thought that as a nursing major, I would be learning about proper nutrient intake for myself and my future patients. Instead, I saw assignments regarding calorie counting. The professor makes every lesson about weight loss. Apparently, one of the course readings is course instructor Lisa R. Young's finally full, finally slim. 30 days to permanent weight loss, one portion at a time. Obviously, that title of the book promotes the idea that Eating decisions should be made in order to lose weight and be skinny rather than to give your body what it needs. I mean, that's an insane book to include in a health curriculum. It's also her own book. like (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even put that together. But yeah, yeah, that's incredibly strange. Um, So I think this teacher and author clearly has her own views and probably history of disordered eating if she herself could write a book like this and this is so so rampant in um in the field of nutrition yeah just so everybody knows like yeah it's there's a lot of weight stigma there was um the other day you and I were talking to a friend of mine who said they were going to nutritionist and you like your face was like you saw red and I was like oh my god we can't we don't have the time to explain (laughs) this now but no, um, I know I had the same thought. Yeah. And God, I wish I had a less expressive I face. I don't have the um, knowledge about nutritionists mm-hmm. that you do. Like, I know that you've been looking into this a lot longer. I will tell, um, you know, any listeners who are curious, if you want to consult somebody about, you know, whether you should go on a diet or if you're trying to lose weight or if you think you have other health concerns, 
don't go to a person whose title is nutritionist. nutritionist. Go to a registered dietitian. Yeah. And if you know what's good for you, go to a weight neutral dietitian. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do exist. Yeah. And there's it's a booming industry. I mean, there's there's more and more weight neutral dietitians every day. I have a friend who does it. Maybe we'll bring her on. She's fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah. We should. Yeah. But yeah, nut- anybody can be a nutritionist. You can go to an Why? online school. It, it's just. It's, there's no barrier to entry. There's, uh, I, I don't believe there's any clinical um, practice that you need to uh-huh. take. Like there's an online school um, called the Institute of Integrative Nutrition that I personally know a mother and a daughter that have a degree from there and mm. never left their house, like never did any clinical um, I mean, people get online degrees all the time, but if it was not totally, but I think I think for dietitians and I think in the field of nutrition, I yeah. do think it's important to have experience with different patients who have different health concerns and different bodies. Right. If this person is only being like, "Hey, everyone that comes to me, it's for weight loss," mm-hmm. that's probably a red flag. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so because there's so much more than that. I mean, yeah. there's just so many more aspects to your health other than your weight. Um, what do registered dietitians have to go through to get certified? It's a longer process. So you need a four-year degree and then you need to go to school afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's like eight years of school compared to you could just go to school for one year and sure. become a nutritionist. It's, yeah. it's, very, it's very, very different. Yeah. There was actually a time, you know, I find that a lot of people who have had disordered eating Go into eating, nutrition. They either go into yeah. nutrition yeah. or become dietitians or yeah. or whatever. And I think a big reason is because you feel like you have this passion for it yeah. in a sense. And you want to. It's really an obsession. It's really an obsession. Yeah. And like you want to target that towards a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And there was a time when I flirted with the idea of becoming a yeah, dietitian. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I looked up how much school I would have to go to yeah. to be a dietitian, and I was like, count me out. Just interview them instead. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what this teacher is coming from. Like her own experiences of, and I don't know this person, you but know, if she wait. wrote a book like this, then it seems like she thinks being thin is the most important thing. And I think that, the, you know how we talk about how thinness sometimes it's a control thing? Yes. Like maybe she's trying to extend this to the rest of the world and be like, okay, I have my control under control. Now I want to control how everybody else is. Like I want everyone to be the same way. Yeah. Well, I also think like there there are plenty of um, people who work in dietetics and nutrition who do cater like they do specialize in weight loss and there are whole courses on weight management. Actually, we went on a podcast recently and the hosts were saying that they had degrees in weight management, but then mm. later on they became weight neutral dietitians. Right. It's just a very standard thing to do because a lot of people do want to lose weight. Yeah. So I, I loved that though. Those girls, they were like, yeah, we've done this thing. We mm-hmm. did the unhealthy thing. And then we unlearned everything about our education Yeah, and got reeducated. Yeah. So if the people who are actually doing the learning and the teaching can be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take down this whole thing that I've like I need to unlearn all this stuff, like then you guys can do it too. Yeah, totally. And just to be clear, like I'm not necessarily upset with this woman for writing a book about weight loss, but that shouldn't be the only thing that you're teaching because that's just, right. you're you're really selling your students short. They're not going to have that's the That's not the only thing about health. 
Right. That's yeah. not the only thing about health. So, so anyway. Yeah, this woman, I, I'm mad at her because apparently the first assignment was to write down everything that they ate for a day, including portion sizes and which nutrient groups the food belonged to. Why is portion size? What is a portion Im- size? In- important in that. Um, and she said, why are we learning about restricting and dieting when we could learn about treating chronic illnesses, addressing fertility diets, or even beating cancer through nutrition? Yes. Yeah. Um, we could be discussing how to overcome inequities in healthcare and providing everyone with access to nutritional foods. These are the topics that she says a nutrition and health class should be covering. But instead, I feel like I'm in eating disorder 101. Ugh. Which, like, can you imagine entering that class if you are one of these people that entered this field because you had experience with it and yeah. then you're thrown right back into, like... Right, and, you, and you're just doing this because you want to make a difference and you want to help other people yeah. and now it's, like, everything that you used to believe is now being reinforced yeah. by this professor yeah. and by this course. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I wish that I could say that I'm shocked, but I'm not. But it's disappointing to know that if this is happening at NYU, it's happening everywhere. Right. This is a very respected institution. Mm-hmm. And in a very liberal state. Yeah. So I'm like, this. we should be getting the best education and the most inclusive education and like... Totally. But I, I mean, my experience in a larger body... Any health concern I ever had, I would go to my doctor and the first thing they would tell me to do is, lose is to lose weight. Yeah. And that without happens. Without taking any other vitals. With Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Without taking any other vitals, without taking anything seriously that I was complaining mm-hmm. about. And this is a really big problem facing fat people is like they'll go in with very real health issues. Yeah. And they they're get told, ignored. They're told, come back when you lose weight. Yeah. And then if you still have the problem, then we'll address it. But then the problem gets worse and worse. Because the problem wasn't weight. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And because now this person is worrying about losing weight. Yeah. And stress always exacerbates illness. Yeah, it's it's actually, it is a scientifically proven thing. It's called weight stigma. And it's been proven that the more that you experience weight stigma, generally the higher your weight will be. And that is because... um, I mean, it all goes back to body shaming, just Mm -hmm. not being an effective way to influence somebody's health or the aesthetics of their body. Yeah. Um, It it completely does not work. And it's and anyway, that's that's in the medical field. But it's really every healthcare professional that um, that needs to take a stand against the weight stigma that exists in that industry Mm -hmm. because it affects people. Believe your patient that they are feeling a certain type of way and then get information on them besides get on the scale. Yeah. Like there are some very healthy people in very large bodies. There are some very active people in very large bodies. Like if you come into a doctor and you're like an athlete, but you happen to be fat and then they dismiss what you're saying, like you're not going to get treated. Yeah, like if you had shin splints. Yeah, and you came in and you just happened to be overweight. Yeah, and you have shin splints because you run a lot. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, go lose, lose weight, weight." Then your shins of giving won't. you orthotics, right. which you need. You need orthotics yeah. probably if you get shin splints. Hundred percent. I have them. I let me tell a story just to illuminate. Like this exists yeah. on both sides too. The doctors and. And, you know, healthcare professionals will assume that you are unhealthy if you're fat. Sure. But also they assume you are healthier if if you're thin. thin. Yeah. The last time I went to the doctor, I think I was just going for a physical. But they, you know, they they took my height and weight, as they always do. And I went into the office and talked to the doctor. And the doctor said, I'm going to write you a referral for blood work, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to get it done. And I said, what do you mean? I don't have to get it done. She said, oh, well, because of your weight, because your weight is, you're good. is so low, you're good. And, and I'm not even, and my weight isn't even so low. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, but I but have also never. Saying your weight is so, you're so 
skinny. She basically was saying, I'm too skinny to have to something have wrong problem. with me. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's crazy. But you know I didn't go get my blood work because the <laughs> second you give me an excuse... To not do it, for sure. I'm not going to do it. I also... Uh, I have trauma from when I was little because... Because I was so chubby, mm-hmm. um, it was harder for them to find my veins. Oh, So I have traumatic experiences being at the doctor. I have the same thing because my arms are a little thick. thicker. Yeah, they have trouble finding my veins and stuff. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did they I, ever I've have had, to take it out of your hands? Yeah. Emily, there was a time that they had three nurses come in and stick me in different places. And one nurse wouldn't even come out. Like she would just root around <gasps> in. It was the worst. I know. I'm so sorry. No, I'm so that's sorry, so you guys. awful. We're traumatizing everyone I'm, in the studio. All the producer's throwing up. I, um. <laughs> do you need a bucket? Um, no. Yeah. That, that's. I, I've never met anybody or, you know, I've never talked to anybody who had the same issue. Yeah. I'm feeling very seen right now. Yeah. I would go in as like a six-year-old and they would just prick me over and over, yeah. over and over. And I'm like, I'm soft, but you're hurting me. Yes. <laughs> Even marshmallows can be yeah. pierced. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know how that came up, but there is stigma on both sides. Is yeah. basically what I'm saying. But There's so bias. Also, now that we're speaking about blood work, like, cause there are a lot of times that we're like, oh, like you don't need to lose weight. You don't need to lose weight. Sometimes if you get blood work, it is an indication of how you should amend your diet if you have high cholesterol or something. Like those are real things. Do you agree with that? I think that it is a factor. It's not the only factor. Okay. And it's not even one of the biggest factors. Interesting. What what would you do to lower cholesterol? Well, here's another thing. I'm not a medical professional. Sure. Okay. We got to get somebody in here. I'm interested to see if you do get like um, a result like that. If it says you're anemic or, you know, something, something is amiss. I'm curious what things can actually be solved with diet and one where diet is only a small factor. Well, anemia is low iron. So yeah. just consuming more red meat and consuming things with more iron in them, spinach. and Take a fiber pill. Yeah. Like a lot of your levels and stuff like that, it does have to do with, with what you eat. Yeah. Um, when I was a vegetarian, I would need to go in to get B12 shots mm-hmm. um, because I didn't eat any red meat. Yeah. But, you know, then when we get into cholesterol and we get into high blood pressure, yeah. there are lots of genetic diseases that can contribute to yeah. that. So it's not just what you eat, but th- that's certainly part of it. Yeah. But people like to act like, oh, if I stop eating bacon, then my cholesterol will just right. lower. Or they, if they're like, oh, you're pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. That'll always be like, you need to change your diet. Right. And I wa- we already talked about this. I want to have two of our friends come in who have diabetes, but different types mm-hmm. and talk about when they got them and how they did and if diet is even a thing or if it's just being on top of your insulin. Yeah. Diabetes is something that confuses me a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, a, I, it's a thing that people use to body shame people a lot on the internet. Like you're, you're going to get, get diabetes. diabetes. Yeah. I was always terrified of getting diabetes. Yeah. And it, it probably... Was, I I don't even remember, but somebody probably said that to me at, at some yeah. point. Like, I mean, oh, I get you're shamed gonna get at the vet. They're like, your cat's going to get diabetes. Uh, Grace has the ideal cat exactly. body. Exactly. Tiny head, fat ass. Perfect form. She's a Rubenesque renaissance woman. She is. She I is the you. grand Odalis. Should we get into 
to our Dear DST. Yes, I love this Dear DST. Me too. Would you like to read? Yes. Okay, so it says, Dear DST, this isn't so much of an advice email as it is an I had a realization email. An aha moment An email. aha moment. I was listening to your story about the doorman complimenting the hair blowout you got and the concern, what does my hair look like every other day? Thought response. Yep. Uh, one day I was in the employee fitness center after a morning workout and getting ready to go work out and several other women were doing the same. I had not washed my hair that day and I was taking it out of the bun from showering. We were all chatting and I commented that I never really know if my hair is going to look good or not after doing this. It can go, it can go both ways, you know. I do, I do know. know. <laughs> uh, then after I took my hair out of the bun, one of the other women asked if I thought it looked good or bad. I had this nearly paralyzing moment of, oh, no, is my hair always terrible? However, when I told her that I was pretty happy with it that day, she responded with, she thought my hair always looked good, so she wasn't sure. Aww. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I have never thought of myself as having good hair all the time or even on a regular basis. I have curly hair, so it's temperamental. I wonder why I assumed when she was asking that she must think it looked terrible. Why are we so frequently our own harshest critics? Ladies, you all look nice. Love yourselves, your bodies, and your hair. Ladies. Sincerely great hair, always betch. I really like this because it was basically like, come on, Remy. Yeah. No, I, I, I really agree. I really liked this too. Like, And I've had moments like that before where all of a sudden you're like, wow, I really pick myself apart yeah. for no fucking reason. Or like I went to a place for no reason. Like a thought was really intrusive. A mental place. Yeah, the way that yours was like, Oh, I thought she was going to say it's bad. Like, I assumed she would think it's bad. How fucked up would it have been if she said it was bad? Pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, do you, so do you think your hair looks good or bad today? Um, well, I thought it looked pretty good. It looks like it looks shit. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that would just, I would just never talk to that woman again. Yeah. I had a moment like this a couple of years ago. I was working as a nanny and one of my nanny friends who um, she nannied like a, a friend of the kids that I nannied. Too much explanation, but we anyway, know, we know. babysitters club, the babysitters club. Yeah, she said to me one day that she was self conscious about her arms, mm -hmm. and she says to me, "She's like, like I, I would love your arms. Like your arms just always look good. Like yeah. they always look yeah. in shape." And I was over here like trying to tuck my wings under my arms. <laughs> like I was over here thinking, like being really insecure about yeah. my arms. Yeah. And after she said that, I was like, "Really, the arms?" And I had a, a similar She's like, I moment. I love your wings. She loved my. She, I am the wind beneath your wings. She was the wind beneath my wings that day. <laughs> yeah. She really was. And I had a anyway. I had a similar moment that it was like, we are our own harshest critics, and yeah. other people. Not only do do most other people not think about those things yeah. on us, but many of them actually admire those things. I bet he thought my hair looked great every day and he was just trying to be like, hey, I saw you got a blowout. The doorman? Yeah. He definitely thinks about your hair. <laughs> I know. I'm saying <laughs> like, I think every day he was probably like, yeah, the hair is good. But he, he wanted to but applaud the effort, not like, the oh, the effort. hair actually looks. Yeah, because clearly you wanted it to look nice. I did. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, thank you for that. Thank I you for I this. I will um, check myself the next time. Before I you put, wreck yourself. Yeah, no, but I, I take a compliment as an insult. Yeah, no, I, and I, but I think that's normal and natural. And I think we, 
especially women, I hate to say it, yeah. but I think we do kind of like twist the words of other people sometimes when we're feeling insecure. Totally. You know, we and also sometimes we're not even allowed to take a compliment. Like that's what's mm. built into you as well is like, so you agree? You think you're really pretty? <laughs> You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I never want to accept the compliment. I always want to be like, you're stupid. No, no, this was $3 and I, yeah. I got it in a ditch. <laughs> That's what I always end up saying. Yeah. And it's so, and I hear myself say it and I'm like, don't say that. Don't yeah. say that, Emily. Yeah. But I say it anyway. And then I kick myself later because I, I know that that is not a good habit. Yeah. So let's all be more conscious of that. Yeah. Moving forward. Let's practice taking compliments. Yes. Emily. Do you want to give me a compliment? Yeah, Emily. Your skin is luminous. Oh my God, thank you. You're so welcome. Remy, I'm obsessed with your freckles. What freckles? Your freckles. You have these freckles on your forehead. I do? Oh, she doesn't like that. <laughs> I See, that's why I this had, was no, dangerous. I didn't know I had freckles. I've always wanted freckles. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I've always wanted freckles. Remember when I, I said the lady at Starbucks had perfect freckles? Yes. Like I mentioned. She it. did have perfect freckles. Yeah. She has the freckles that people henna on themselves now. Yes. Yeah. A and um, somebody was telling me the other day that they get their face lasered, like they get their freckles lasered off because mm -hmm. th this is a person who um, every summer, like they grow a lot of freckles. Yeah. And she got that. She said she gets them lasered off. I was like, is there a way you could transfer them to me? Yeah. Like I it is so insane to me that she lasers her freckles off. So it's funny because. The fact that freckles are trending now, I love it so much. And it has made, like, not that I have to agree with the trend, but I used to get moles removed all the time. I get new moles every summer. Off um, your body or face? Body. Okay. I um, I don't think I have done a face one. There was, Charlotte and I played a joke on my dad. I mean, Charlotte, no. My dad and I played a joke on Charlotte once that we removed a mole from my body and then put it in the middle of my face. <laughs> and we were like, don't I look pretty? And she was like, I really don't like this. <laughs> but she was like six. You like um, pretended to have a mole transplant. Yeah. That's um, so funny. Yeah, my, my But uh, like at the time it was like, oh, you wouldn't want a mole on your face. But now like I actually, I love, I have one mole on my lip that yeah, I'm like I love obsessed that one. with. I have a lot That's of moles. That's a Marilyn Monroe mole. Marilyn Mole Row. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of moles on my chest that I used to be really embarrassed by. And then there was a girl who posted like a bunch of body shots of herself and mm -hmm. she had a little chocolate chip body as well like a bunch of little oh, chocolate, chocolate chips chocolate chip yeah body. and I was like oh I like mine now so I have a mole but I always forget what side it's on it's this side you have one under your eye as well I have one next, next to my to your eye, eye and then on big. the other side you have one under your eye really yeah wow all these unaccounted you've moles. got like a little Orion's belt actually going down on this side of your on the Wait, really? Yeah. I need it's to cute. look at my face more. Yeah. Um, well, you know, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like that was very fun on this podcast before. I need to look at my face more. I always like to get a new mole now, though. I'm always like, welcome. Welcome no, to the fold. I need to go to the dermatologist. Can your dad uh, see me? Like, I'm having a really hard time finding a der dermatologist that um, is in my network. We can talk we'll about talk. it later. We'll yeah. talk later. Um, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your dear DSTs and any other questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you liked this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. 
rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.